As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Three billionaire playboys. One, but also sometimes two lowly entrepreneurs. One chance to hit the big bucks. If you've seen Dragon's Den or Shark Tank, this is the same as those but not similar enough to constitute any sort of legal action. This is Rat's Nest. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rat's Nest. It's the only podcast hosted by three multi-billionaire playboys. It's a show where lowly entrepreneurs pitch their business and product ideas in exchange for our big money and our cash dollar bills. I am Sherman Michael Shank, and these are my biggest dollar bad boys. I'm talking about Jeremiah Saint Baby. Jeremiah Saint Baby, and he's here to say, age ain't nothing but a number, getting rich ain't nothing but a thing. Okay, <laughs> and I'm talking about Hank Ass, of course. Hey guys in the house, shake your ass, watch your health. <laughs> okay, coming in hot with hot rhymes. I like it. I like. I really like that. Things. Yeah, yeah, being health conscious—it's really one of the hallmarks of being super wealthy. I mean, it's hard to look after yourself when you've got no money. This guy dips below a billion for one month, and already he's sympathizing with the poor masses who can't afford. Blah blah blah. Let me tell you something right now. If you don't have the money you need to be happy and healthy, that's on you. You know, when you've lost the trappings of wealth and money. It makes you work harder for it when you get back to the real world. And I think now that I'm over a billion, and I've done it, by the way, by maintaining my integrity, remarrying Chicory St. Baby. And we should say for the listeners that integrity is your award-winning racehorse. Yes. <laughs> Triple the crown one, winner. The one Tri- asset you refuse to give up. The baby. one I refuse to give up, integrity. Integrity brought me to three Kentucky Derby wins consecutive. Beat War Admiral's ass, that pile of glue. And my horse, don't look at me, don't talk to me, we're through. <laughs> Finished dead last every time. That horse had a bad attitude. It had a bad attitude, and I loved it. It's, a, it's just a real piece of crap horse. <laughs> yeah, he was you more know, of an entertainment horse, if anything. You know, he, he was definitely not there for the win. That's oh, a, it turned around right away. Yeah. Walk backwards, <laughs> shitting and pissing. I mean, that's if he'd show up. 
Yeah, he, w- he would frequently not show up. He would clip-clop yeah, around the yeah. parking lot. You could hear us screaming at him. Get in there, get in there, get in there. Nope. I mean, I he used to go, and you'd be like, where is he, where is he? You'd go, and, and you'd hear get a call from him because he's, he's out of cash. And he's, he's out down of cash, at the, yeah. He's down at the dog races. He's exactly, he's the at the other races. track. And he's, he's the only horse. Because he's, he's out of cash. He's the only horse playing the po- the ponies. He's, he's the, he's a, he's a, he's a, he was a cool horse. He's a, know, cool horse. I mean, he's a cool guy, but I mean, he was bucking all of your jockeys off his back. Oh, he yeah. friggin', he had hooves, but he still gave us all the finger at, um, I keep wanting to say Wimbledon, the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. He flipped off the court. Well, he was at, he was at Wimbledon. He stormed, <laughs> he stormed right. the court. That's he right. stormed and he bit John McEnroe right on his little tush. Yeah, it's a little, his little tush. <laughs> I'll never forget John McEnroe said, Youch. Yeah. <laughs> You really thought McEnroe was going to really let loose with some swears that you'd never heard? That He's were maybe, a nice guy. That were maybe fl- folkloric? But no, he just went, ouch, no. yeah. In real life, weird. John McEnroe is much less explosive than that one uh, famous highlight incident would lead you to believe. He's always, you know, I, I watched him get run over by a car. It was the driver's fault. He looked up and he said, gee whiz. Gee <laughs> Yeah, he's that's, sweet. That's the real, real John Mack. That is usually yeah. that measured. That, yeah, I would agree with that. He does play it up, that guy. He really does. But, I mean, you know who's got a bad attitude? That horse of yours. Again. I mean, Don't look at me. Don't talk to me. We're through. <laughs> it's a bad horse. But it's a I beautiful creature, though. Beautiful creature. Oh, Be- uh, beautiful creature. What are you going to do, Hank, if, you know, some mob boss has an axe to grind with you and you find that horse's head in your bed? What yeah, you have do? you thought about what what you're going to do when, if and when that happens? I think someone tried it once because I woke Whoa. up with a mob boss's head in my bed. <laughs> I went okay. out to the stable. Don't look at me. Don't okay. talk to me. We're through. Was sh- uh, cleaning and sharpening his knife right. <laughs> with his little hooves. And I was like, did you do this? And he kind of like shrugged. He did that little sort of horse shrug that he does. And then he clip clopped mm. around, but turned his ass to me. Shat. Piss. Shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Walked away. I mean, he's looking after himself. That's great. Yeah. I just don't understand why he put it in. Why did he take it out on me? <laughs> I'm nice to him. Well, it's like when a cat brings you a mouse carcass, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe it's like that. It's great that he, even in such a, you know, that's a terrifying act, but. Even even to be doing something like that, when you confronted him, he still was, you know, was respectful to you as a friend and didn't lie to you. You know, he omitted. He didn't quite say that he did anything. But when you said, hey, did you do this? He didn't say nay, you know. <laughs> okay. And we'll take a break. We'll take a break. Something. I knew something We'll take was a coming. break. So, Jeremiah, I got to know. How was your trip to space with Bezos? Because we got some of your uh, messages back, and it sounded crazy. Yes. We had a great time. I mean, yeah, um, it was wild. We had a capsule made for two. Bezos got a little hurt. Um, I won't go into too much detail about that, but... Um, he died. Yeah. yeah, we understood well, yeah. that he that he uh, passed. That's he right, perished he perished. Spoil, yes. He perished, yeah. But I didn't, think, I didn't think that was important. You know, the most eventful thing is that two billionaires went to space, which has never been done. Well, I to me, the most eventful thing, based on your transmissions, was that Bezos died, and then you ate Bezos, mm-hmm. and then Bezos oh, okay. returned as the star child Bezos, floating okay. in a little ball where the sun would be. Yes. And yeah. So, so my question would be, what's up with Bezos now? Yeah. Okay, Bezos is a kind of an all-knowing kind of fetal child of the cosmos. Yeah, and good. it good. is very strange. He's weird now. He's weird now. Yeah, he's weird now. He remembers things I'm going to do. 
Okay. He remembers things I've done. You know what I mean? He says, wow. you know. The second I, one's pretty common. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> remembers things you've us. done. Yeah. <laughs> but the first, let's focus on the first one. Remembers things you're going to do. That's you know, very poetic. Y- you know, he said to me without moving his lips, he said, watch your head. And I said, what do you mean? And I bonked my head on a bulkhead as I was floating. And I was like, oh, okay. So, no, but he could have just seen that you were floating towards... I mean, I didn't. I didn't, and it was my head, you know, and I was arguably nearer to the bulkhead. Okay, well, how do you explain this? He said, look, you know, if you keep uh, refreshing Instagram and TikTok like that, you're, you know, that's too much data. You're going to run out of data. All right, so. And I was in space. Get this. Get this, though. I ran out of data, and that's where all the data. Space is a satellite. That's where all the data comes from. It's hard to believe believe that your second. Example uh, is yet more of what the first one offered, <laughs> in as much as it does not seem to prove that he has any om- omniscient powers. He just is giving you advice based on things he's observing. Okay, granted, but how this third thing will definitely seal the deal. Sherman, said, do you want to do you want to weigh in before the third example? I mean, I'm just uh, I'm waiting to ask whether he still is bald or if it if he even has much of a scalp anymore. Is there a visible scalp? You know what's changed in that regard. I'm I'm going to hold off to ask yeah, that. We'll though. pin that. We'll pin yeah. that. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's let's see. let's return to the premise. Um, <laughs> he says to me. He says uh, on reentry. Careful, uh-huh. careful on reentry because <laughs> okay. there's a missing tile. Right. right. And mm. part of the capsule is going to burn up. And I thought, okay, look, I, that's that's crazy. How do you know that? Lo and behold, on reentry, it got really bumpy. And I had to go do a spacewalk on reentry. That's very dangerous. He saw the... How did he know? Right. So, yeah, again, he probably... Well, he saw the structural yeah. integrity saw of the, the thing. Structure. But who would have known? Yeah. No, this is yeah. definitely some extra sensory powers going on here. This is out of our realm, to be honest. This is something that <laughs> no, should, sure, we should be consulting with. We're not taking the same thing from this. So, yeah, Bezos is different. He knows the future now. Well, that's all cool stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that he has the powers you're claiming he has, but I can't deny that he is a star child baby man mm-hmm. who is still communicating with you. And the fact that he's doing so without moving his mouth or lips, I should yeah. say, I- I'm impressed. He may not have super omniscience, but he can talk without moving his lips, and I think that's cool. And I say that as someone who Mm -hmm. famously distrusts and dislikes ventriloquism. Well, it's less ventriloquism and more just kind of like a godlike state of being. Yeah, I think that's, that's, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm glomming onto that aspect. Because if I found out if it was ventriloquism, I'd do what I always do. Hurt somebody, freak out. Oh, yeah, you're not going to freak out with this. I mean, it's really strange what happens when he talks to you. He sort of vibrates and you kind of feel what he's saying in your brain and in your body. I love it. So, Sherman, what the heck is going on with you? Well, guys, uh, gosh, I've been spending a bit of my time in the great outdoors recently. I've been trying to kind of get back in touch with nature, with things outside of my own home, you know, uh, I got really into this thing called stealth camping. Have you heard about this? Sure, yeah. That's when <laughs> your wife wants you out of the house, so you get into the G6 jet, and you just kind of use that as a, you know, a camper van, and you fly around the world. And yeah, you in a sense. Jet. Yeah, yeah. They, let, they let you park it at Walmart overnight. Yeah. Exactly, right. I mean, yes, it, that's you, you, got the, you got the gist of it. My wife wanted me out of the house, so I decided I'd just start sleeping <laughs> outdoors. 
Oh. And spending most of my time outside, uh, you know, it's kind of come to that. I kind of, been, I, I tried to go back in to get some snacks uh, to replenish my supplies, and the door has been locked for some time now. Uh, can't seem to find my keys. Did find my keys today, actually, and they don't seem to be working on the door anymore. So that's another issue that I've got to deal with. Yeah, cannot get into my home. Um, but these things happen. Whatever, not a big deal. So I'm stealth camping. It's incredible. You kind of just you kind of just take whatever camping gear you've got. You know, I don't have much of that myself on me, and I I, I was gonna go buy some, but I I'll, you know my wallet was left in the house, and I can't get that either. Um, yeah, that's another thing. So uh, I gotta ask Sherman, what's the difference between what you're doing? Um, I guess you're saying it's stealth camping. What's right, the difference so, between uh, that and regular yes, yes. camping? So this is the thing. Regular camping, you're you're paying some chump or some chump's taking your chump change. More of in this. Exchange. More of this type of thing. <laughs> speak speak more in this manner. All right. Two chumps. Okay. You've got two chumps. <laughs> two chumps enter. Two. Three chumps leave. <laughs> they found right. another chump. <laughs> so, okay. Chump one talks to chump two and says, I'd like a camping spot. Right. And chump two says, sure, give me some of that chump change. You toss that chump change right into his chump bucket. Yes. And boom, you've got yes. yourself a camping More spot. Like this. This is the difference. That's regular chump camping. And I'm not into that. I'm not having it. Two chumps walk into a bar. <laughs> what I'm doing, stealth camping, is I just take whatever I want, whatever I've got on me, you know, my clothes. And then I go and I camp wherever I want to camp. You just kind of pick a spot and just camp out there. And the goal is kind of like to get away with it, you know. I see. To not be you can seen. Camp, you legally, you can camp in a Walmart parking lot, you know what I mean? You can do that. You just got to let them know, you know. And that's kind of the courteous thing to do. Let right. people know. But the fun thing, the real fun thing is you kind of just fucking sleep. You sleep wherever you want to sleep, you know. Oh, so yeah. I started, I started, right. a, I was, you know, just hiding out in, in my own backyard on my estate, you know. Yeah. Um, Sick. I kind of had to get out of there because I heard, you know, somebody let the dogs out. And we normally don't let the dogs out unless we oh, know that somebody's a question on the property. I've got. Yeah. I've got a question related to that. Yeah. I need a name. <laughs> I, need, I need to know the responsible party. You don't have to say whom or who. So you're camping in your you're in your backyard. I'm camping in my backyard. <laughs> somebody let the dogs out. <laughs> yeah, somebody let the dogs out, right? If That's, I'm being honest, I think it might have been my wife. I think she's kind of the only one home, yeah, as right, far as right, I can tell. Right, you know, yeah. she's kind of shut all the curtains, so I can't really see who's home. But anyways, the dogs come rushing out, and I'm like, well, I got to get the hell out of here. I, I train these suckers myself. I know what they'll do to me, nice. and it ain't going to be pretty. To all the billionaires who have all these, like, attack dogs that they kind of keep mm. in whatever, they have this pack, and then they never re- – I get so pissed off. I'm like, yeah, w- okay, release them. What do they do? What do they do? And everyone's mm. like, ah, they haven't found the right moment. I like that your wife is just, like, pulling the trigger. And I feel like you've always been like hey, that. You're always releasing yeah. those attack dogs. Safety first. It's fun, and I, I love going over to your house, knocking on the door. Bam, here come the attack dogs. Boom. I was an invited guest, but it doesn't yeah. matter. I got to go for Uncle, a little run. Uncle Hank's here, boys. Get him. I like <laughs> I like how anytime I finally set foot inside your house, the just the bum of my pants has, has been torn out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just a nice little routine. I walk in, I'm like, uh... Yeah, I'm going to need that sewing kit again. Yeah, yeah. I keep a steak now. I think, you know, that steak is going to distract. No, it does not distract them. If anything, they save that steak for dessert. Yeah, and I'm it's the- a versatile attack force, you know. Yes, I've got one I've got one of every dog. Yeah. Uh, 
So it kind of makes it harder for people to prepare themselves for such an attack. No one expects to be attacked by one of every single breed of dog at the same yeah. time. I definitely wouldn't ask you to name all the breeds. There's so many, but I will oh, say... Oh, we got Labradoodle, <laughs> uh, Schnitzel, oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, Flounder, we got... Flounder. Blue Water Boys. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I like seeing that Vickies. little corgi come trotting up to me with its big... Big ass big little ass, big body and his tiny little, body. Tiny yeah. little legs yeah. flapping oh, yeah. around. His you little know. dump truck fuzzy butt. They'll bite me. So I, yeah. I took off and, you know, so I spent a, a night there and then I, you know, I, I spent some time outside the dumpsters in the Dufferin Mall parking lot, which is great. <laughs> Nobody's messing with you over there. It's yeah, great. Yeah, that's, that's pretty stealth. Spent a couple nights there. Did three nights by the Canadian Tire up in the stockyards. That was a good time. <laughs> Cool. I was able to kind of build myself like a little, uh, you know, makeshift kind of uh, bed, like a vertical bed for me to lean against to sleep. I suppose for any American listeners, that's like a Rona. Sure. You guys got Rona? I think Rona's also Canadian. Okay, that's like a... That's like a... It's, it's kind of like a... Um, I don't know if you have this in the States. It's like a real-life version of Amazon.ca. Or, uh, uh, yeah. I don't know if there's an American equivalent to any of Anyhow, so I, I spent three nights yeah. outside of that, and then uh, and then I did a month in Kim Cattrall's guest room. That's fun. Oh, whoa. Yeah. And then subsequently six months out in Brampton at the Ontario Correctional Institute. In prison, <laughs> if you were I see. jail, it's technically jail if you're jail. there. You know, a, a, a year and one, two day, two years, one day less. I believe you're. It's technically jail. I gotcha. Yeah. Sure, I mean, you should have come to me if you were going to stealth camp. We're actually developing in the lab down at Save Baby Industries. We're developing in the lab. We got these stealth tents. They just look like trees or like playground structures that you okay. can just live in. Stealth, you know, stealth camping. We, we've also got a B-2 bomber there that uh, if you fly it low, you know, that yeah. cannot be detected. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, I mean, yeah, as Sleep soon as I can get into my car, I'll drive over and, and check out the lab. I cannot find my keys. Cannot get into my home. Uh, yeah. Do not have my wallet. Well, I got to say, I, yeah. I see you pretty often. So it's um, it's cool to hear you've been having this very long-term uh, sort of adventure involving at least a month in jail. Mm-hmm. With, you know, and I'm just learning about it now. I guess you've been sort of getting out on little releases to do our live rat's nest uh, engagements but uh yeah. whatever whatever setup you've got at that correctional facility kudos to them for running yeah. a loose ship <laughs> and uh, kudos to you for honoring the agreement yeah and kudos to your wife for just um i don't know i guess setting some boundaries with you yeah being a badass hey, she's yeah, her own for... woman you know what i mean she's my wife but she's also a person uh, in her own right that's and it's fun to remember that Well, let me ask you guys something. Are we ready to hear a pitch here? You know I think what? I, yeah. I am. And as long as we're handing out kudos, let me just say Jeff Bezos did predict that I'd be hearing a pitch this week. So he's uh, already okay. and now, two okay. for two. I'm and convinced again, now. He's just yeah. familiar with your life and your schedule. Uh, I, have, I have an exciting proposition for you boys. How about we bring in our Entrepreneur of the Week? What do you I say? I can't wait. Love it. I can't wait. Love it. And, right. there he, and he's right again. Here's and our here pitch coming in. Ladies and gentlemen, it's our Entrepreneur of the Week time. It's time for that. And I want to introduce our Entrepreneur of the Week. Please welcome Dr. Ramp Clovis, a doctor, everybody. Hey, hey, rats. Hey, hey, my bones are buzzing with excitement. I love it. By the okay. way, bones God. are buzzing. That's fine. Bones are buzzing. You're a doctor. I was going to say you should get that checked out. You're a doctor. You can check it yourself. Yeah. I don't need to check it oh, out. Nice. By the way, my family 
did foster a star baby for a little while. Wow. Oh my goodness. What a coincidence. It's fun to think of, you know, because there's so many people who are having kids nowadays, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, overpopulations and always seems to be an issue, you know, the world population. And, they, and yet there's all these star babies floating around, mm-hmm. orbiting mm-hmm. the Earth, mm-hmm. waiting for a home. Mm-hmm. And when you go when you go to Jupiter and you see the star baby orphanage out there where so many of them are forced to live, it's not good conditions. No, it's terrible. No. They've got Io with its outgassing. It's really terrible. We should give the stage back to to Dr. Ramp uh, Ramp Clovis, but I will say just to put a pin on that, please listeners, have your star babies spayed and or neutered. <laughs> okay. Or give them extra genitals. Or that. Yeah. Uh, Let me say something about star babies. You don't have to give them. They will find a way to get what they want. Yes. yes. But not parents. That's the thing. That's that's all they really want is parents. So, Rats, I got to ask you. I got to ask you. What is the most shameful thing about being human? Constantly uh, having to oh piss God. and shit. And yeah, the I'm ask gonna go for with forgiveness. Pissing, shitting. It's the bones. Um, it's just yeah. too many bones. Too many and bones. And we also, have that many. We should also be able to eat bones. Like I don't like we that. I gotta should. spit bones yeah, out when wow. I'm eating I'm thinking, bones. Yeah. Bony I'm thinking pissing food. and shitting. Should but piss and shit is the first thing. Farting. I should be allowed to. So know, that we yeah. can digest and break it down. Yeah. In, it is in, embarrassing. In home, not just my when home, I'm eating, I got home, I should masticate. Be, should be I should have wings. Weird. There's no reason I, I yes, don't and have And we should wings. be able to fly with wings or just by thought, you know, yeah. levitation. And it should be sexy to be bald. <laughs> Why do you ask, Dr. Clovis? <laughs> I got to tell you, you get the nail on the head, not the part about eating bones. Most shameful part about being human is the fact that we defecate. All right. Okay, and that's what right. I said many yeah. times, yeah. and I was dead on. I, I do have extra bones, too. I have a waterbed filled with piss, but the most shameful thing about me is the fact that I have to push brown clumps out of a hole in my body three to six times a day. And that's why I've invented something called the Feces Mark II. <laughs> okay, Dr. Clovis, I yes, cannot please. wait to hear more about the Feces <laughs> Feces, Mark II. The Mark I did not work, but the Mark II does work. Now, it's got four dials. You set the first dial to your rectal frequency. You set the second dial to how much feces you'd like to eliminate, and then never touch the other two dials under any circumstances. What are those dials? Yes, I can feel myself touching them now. Have you ever heard of the Lament configuration or Lamartian's box? Ooh, you know, some of the guys down at the lab, you know, they try to get me to do stuff with them, and they may have touched on it. Uh, long story um, is a maybe, short story, no. They both sound French. I hope they're not. Please they're not. Continue. Popularized by Clive Barker's Hellraiser. Oh. Okay, and now we know exactly now. what you're talking about. Yes. You're talking about the S&M freaky deaky from the other side box. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, oh, and little known that. fact, we actually know those guys, know okay? Those guys, so yeah. careful who you're talking to now. <laughs> I'm just saying don't touch those dials. Okay. Oh, oh. I see what you're saying. <laughs> yes. I see what you're saying. Okay. You're saying if we touch these dials, we might get... Uh, absolutely ferried to the borderline between pleasure and pain. Right. <laughs> sort of an event horizon 100% situation. taxi cabbed to the line <laughs> between... All right, all right. So we won't touch the dials. I yeah, gotcha. okay, okay. I've heard of a hair razor, but a hell razor? 
Well, that's I a mean, dog of a different spot. I mean, you've also heard of a hell race. Yes, <laughs> yes, you, yes. You, you brought it up. We established, you established that yourself. I respect you wanting to make that joke, but you're the one who mentioned the Hellraiser to begin with. Anyway, the point is, you put the feces mark two after you've set the <laughs> dials in your outhouse, your chamber pot, your bathroom, your porta potty, your soundproof shame space, mm. and in mm. twelve. To 36 hours, you can say ta-ta to those troublesome turds. I also would have accepted ta-ta to ka-ka. Wow, I like that too. Yeah, yeah maybe, I like maybe that. we'll see. We'll see if I go hey, in on it, you can have that. If you invest, you can <laughs> say whatever you want about it. You can change the tagline. You can move in with me. Whatever you want. That's Ooh. interesting. Okay, and now okay. see the deal is being sweetened here. It's being sweetened. Uh, tell you us a little bit about your your kind of your living space, your home. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like animals? Every room in my home has multiple animals, and not just oh. dogs and cats. Cockatiels, pythons, yeah, like the cool ones. You ever go to a party and someone has a cockatiel or a python at the party with them? And they almost yeah. always have a crazy hat on, too. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, cockatiels, pythons, just sort of a fun, decorative sort of look-at-me pet. And yeah. we love a look-at-me pet. Yes. You would think that my apartment would be filled with animal shit from uh, floor to ceiling, um, but not with okay. the feces. Mark two. Okay. Oh, wow. Whoa. So oh, I guess so I don't know how this works. it doesn't work on humans. It works on... All kinds yeah. of critters. I'm, yeah, I'm just realizing that I don't know if you did say how it works, but I, and yeah. I zoned out, or if you have yet to get to that because we're on our 15th tangent. Yeah. But I truly have no idea what this product is. Yeah. If you you set the dials. You set one well, dial oh, yeah, the to dials. your rectal frequency, and okay. the second dial to how much feces you'd want it to eliminate, and then you put it in your bathroom or your porta potty, wherever you want to eliminate the feces to. So you press one of the two dials... It whisks away your feces before you've even pushed it out to avoid that shameful part. And then it uh, transfers it to a toilet or a tank or a pit or presumably a front, the front porch of your least favorite teacher in a Ooh. paper bag. <laughs> in a paper bag. Okay. I'm seeing options. Then there's two other dials that you mustn't touch. <laughs> Under any circumstances. What Un happens if you touch those dials? What happens if you touch those dials? I Under <laughs> circumstance, I don't know how much more clear I can be. Have you ever heard of a Hellraiser scenario? Yes, I have. All oh, right, we did go over this. <laughs> I mean, Hellraiser. How about we'll raise her together? Because it takes a village. We'll take a break. Thank we'll you. That's very. We'll take a break. <laughs> that is a very interesting place to take that. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. All right. Okay. We have a device. It it you set the frequencies. So it's a per, it's personalized. You know, it works in on every individual creature. Or whatever. You just got to set it to the right frequency. It eliminate. I want to know where is this stuff going. Do I have to remind you about the dials? Yeah. Please just please, one yeah. more time. Yeah. Because it's I'll, like okay, yeah. It's like crossing the streams. You remember how they forgot how they did it, and you know it kind of worked out for them in the end. The Ghostbusters. Yeah. What if I do touch the dials and it's like, hey, guy. I, I... I know it's called the feces, Mark Two. Mark Two. Mark Two, and Mark One shall not be mentioned. Um, it does something to your feces. Could you elaborate on that? Exactly. <laughs> 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 so uh, okay, now I understand. 
it's it, it whisks away and and you're saying that's why you have animals in every room of your house that's and why i have clean rooms with animals in every room of my house right because right. you're the showing the feces is not the animals. reason he has the animals <laughs> well but it makes having the animals easier not yeah. a messy situation right. see i love this so as the owner of as i as, as i've discussed a uh, pretty temperamental racehorse. Don't look at me. Don't talk to me. We're through. Uh, who likes to do his business as a way to get at me. If I could apply the feces mark two to him, I mean, that's saving me a lot of mess. You could also, if I could throw this out there for your racehorse, if you're in an antagonistic relationship with it, yeah, do this on the sly, and then it starts to worry, why am I not defecating? Oh, that's wow. nice. Whoa. Where's my feces? I have a question about this product. I don't know if this is an application, but let's say I'd experienced every sexual experience known to man. I'd pushed the limits of BDSM, <laughs> and I was ready to take my masochism to borderline, or dare I say, explicitly demonic places. Right. He's ready to take an Uber ride to the line between <laughs> pleasure and pain. <laughs> is there any way... The, the, the VCs Mark II could accommodate that uh, urge. As long as you're not touching those last two dials. When you say don't touch those other two dials, you mean do not even look at, like, don't even graze them or, like, don't fiddle with them. Because, like, what if I just touch them, you know, accidentally? Do you enjoy life on Earth? Yeah. Do you enjoy not living on the line between pleasure and pain? Okay, I guess I know what your answer is. I feel like we're really overlooking how enticing the line between pleasure and pain yeah, could be yeah. to three bored billionaires like yeah. us. Thank and I'm you. thinking about Thank I'm thinking about the product. It. I'm thinking about the fact that it's kind of really it's two products in one. You've got this device that eliminates your feces before you excrete it. And then you've got this <laughs> other part of the device that can, you know, put you in a in a <laughs> in a lift for our American listeners. Straight to the line between pleasure and pain. I gotta say, it is it is two products in one, as you're saying. And I don't want to overlook the Hellraiser aspect because I do feel like it is something that you're telling us to avoid, but really, that might be the major selling point here. Yeah. If I was to tell you, I can give you the Hellraiser box. It can whisk you away to the line between pleasure and pain. Three demons might come for your soul, and they'll hook you up to the bowels of hell. But then you could be resurrected by your brother's wife or whatever. Oh, you can play out the yeah. entire plot of the film. Uh, if I told you I could give you that box, you'd be into it. I'd be into it. And then if I was like, oh, by the way, there's this other function where it takes away your poo. Right. <laughs> I feel like I'd just be forgetting about the poo part. Right, you know, exactly. I'd be re really quite too preoccupied with the, uh, the trolley ride to the line of pleasure and pain. That's right, the trolley ride. <laughs> I gotta say, when I first asked you what was, what did you think was the most shameful part of being human, not one of you, not a single one of you said anything about not taking an Uber to the line between pleasure and pain. Not one of you said, <laughs> I'm going to jump on a rickshaw and be whisked away to the line between pleasure and pain. None of you said that part was the worst part of being human, the most shameful. Well, and I we never like, would, I think. Well, I feel no. like we would all agree that that's arguably one of the best parts. Better of, parts, I mean, especially yeah. being a billionaire, you know. But to be honest, we have all the money in the world and we still can only get, you know, get our asses there once, twice a year. But to once have something like year. this, to have something like this, an elevator direct to the top floor of the line between pleasure and pain, I mean, <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty it's enticing. Appealing. It's that feeling, being yeah. said, that being said, I'm also attracted to the feces, uh, specifically the primary function of uh, eliminating 
waste from uh, individuals and animals. And I say this as the proud owner of a new cat cafe. Whoa, hey, hey when congrats, were you going to drop hey. that? That's well, congrats. I was waiting for the right time. Okay. I, I recently came into a cat cafe. Okay. And right away, I knew I was doing something wrong because the waste is piling up. People won't go in there. <laughs> right. I feel like those places are dicey at the best of the times. Like, I feel like the first cat cafe came out at the exact same moment that everyone became aware of those litter box parasites that like, make you try to kill yourself and have a cat or whatever. Uh, so it was bad timing in the cat cafe world when they first came out. But I got my hands on one for cheap. I didn't know how to run it. Waste was an issue. This is going to take care of it. Imagine you go into a cat cafe and you can see all the little kitties climbing and clamoring and they're climbing on your legs and they're, they're bumping your table while you're trying to sip hot coffee or whatever the hell happens in there. And then you also know that there's, there's not even the possibility that they're going to uh, do their business at you. That that it, all of these cats are just going to have their business whisked away to a dumpster out back. And then as a bonus, you can go visit the waste dumpster exactly. and watch it accumulate. Watch should accumulate outside the cat cafe. Oh, I'm proud of you, yeah. baby. This, That's I mean, great. You know what? When Hank lays it out like that, I'm seeing the the uh, I'm seeing the the possibilities with this product, both ends of it. I mean, you've mm. got the cat cafe. You're cleaning up messes left and right with that, and, and you're riding a crazy carpet directly to the line between pleasure and plain with the other part of the box. I'm in. I'm on hundred percent in. And if we I can maybe, you know, I'll toss it. If it's going to take more money, if you've already got these things manufactured. Whatever it takes to put a sticker over the the uh, you know over the warning that says don't touch these buttons, we'll just get, we'll take care of that, you know, and we'll yeah. ride this uh, this sea dew right into the line of the <laughs> between pleasure and playing. Well, boys, another uh, another product sold, uh, another business bought, another investment invested in. Yeah. Well, I want to thank Jeremiah Saint Baby. Yes, getting down ain't nothing but a thing, baby. And I want to thank Hank S. And I want to thank you, Sherman. And I want to thank Andy Beckerman for joining us. Thank you, Andy. You can find Andy at Andy Beckerman on Twitter and all the other things. Go to his. He's got a website. God damn it! You can visit it. He's got tons of podcasts and projects. Beginnings podcast, couples therapy. Please visit these things. And I want to thank our producer Stefan. Thank you, Stefan. And I want to thank you, the listener, for listening and joining us at our live shows that we do every Sunday at Comedy Bar. So please join us for those. And uh, we love you the bits. I've been Sherman Michael Shunk. Bye-bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.